If you're over the age of 50 and considering buying an annuity in the next 60 days, I have some important news for you. Don't buy an annuity until you understand the pros and cons of annuities. A free book to help you maximize your retirement income from television host and three-time author Josh Melberg has been released. This book reveals little-known truths about annuity strategies in simple-to-understand terms. Grab a pen right now because we are about to offer you this free book that unlocks the five little-known secrets we believe baby boomers and seniors should know before buying an annuity. Call 800-985-1813 now and you'll receive a free copy of Josh Milberg's book, Next Gen Annuity Strategies Revealed. As a bonus, we'll also send you a copy of The Number One Mistakes Retirees Are Making With Their Investments Today and a free DVD on how you can get up to 33% more income in retirement. Call 800-985-1813 now. Again, that's 800-985-1813. Employees of J.D. Melberg Financial have the appropriate licenses for the products they own. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now... RadioLawTalk.com. Welcome to Hour 2 of Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny. Remember, uh, we're having more fun than, than we really we should. This is an exciting, entertaining, and sometimes informative uh, show. But remember, we're talking about general topics of law. Seek local counsel. We're not giving legal advice. The only place that you should be using this is at the dinner table with your in-laws. When they use the famous, well, you know what? They say... Who is they? Who the heck is they? You can then counter them with, well, I don't know who they is, but Radio Law Talk says as following. That's the only place you're allowed to use us as uh, expert witnesses, I would maybe say. Not, I'm not going to say expert witnesses. Legal but authority. As, as, no, not even legal authority, about in-your-face authority. How's that? That does not imply yes. that there is any guarantee that you will win the argument. Or that we know what we're talking or that, about. Yeah, that's just something you can say in response. You might still lose the argument, and if you're quoting me, you probably will. But that's that is how you can use it. That's exactly right. So you can call us at 855 855- Law Radio, 855-529-7234. We have a great hours. Usually we try to separate the hours so they're completely separate, different hours we talk about things. But I, I'm telling you, we're going to talk a little bit more about Obergfeld. We've, I, I've got to talk about what's coming up. Those of you who listened to the first hour, we've got some we've got some things going on that, that are interesting about the religious freedom that we want to discuss uh, when the time comes. We're also going to talk about uh, the Supreme Court weighing in on uh, mail-in ballots, and we're going to talk about Britney Spears' lawsuit. But before that, what we do is the most famous thing that everybody loves and everybody wants to hear about is Cal's, our wonderful three-time Emmy Award nominee. Look, at he's saying he's getting tired of me doing this. I don't want to. I'm going to keep going. Never a winner. I'm never a winner. Cal Hunter, roll case or no case. <laughs> now it's time to play case or no case. Yay! All right. Mr. and Mrs. Henrik of Pennsylvania coveted the RV lifestyle. 
but they needed some room. RV. RV. That's an RV, Clark. So that there, Clark's an RV. <laughs> they You're not taking it home when we leave in a month. Or was it, was it like that? You know, you can't drain that in that <laughs> storm. That's a storm drain. You can't. <laughs> so they bought a lovely Winnebago Adventurer, and for the extra room, it had little pop-out room. They took it camping in New Jersey, and the pop-out didn't. So they took it to the dealer and said, would you fix it, please? And they said, oh, it's all good now. Good, all good now, Mr. and Mrs. Henrik. They took it out again. No pop. Took it again. Back to the dealer. Took it a third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, nine times back to the dealer. And that stupid pop-out would not pop out. And so they said to themselves, man, this was an expensive motorhome. And I know there's a lemon law for cars. At least in California there is, but I don't know if there's a lemon law for motor homes in Pennsylvania. And so I ask you, Mr. Kuhn, you get to go first on this one, you lucky dog, case or no case. You know, I, I have threatened my children that when my my daughter's 20, my son's 15, that, that when he finally leaves the house, goes away to college or wherever, that I'm going to get an RV and just follow them wherever they go. That which, there's an RV, Clark. At which, at which point my daughter says, well, then I'm moving to Hawaii. And I said, <laughs> have you heard of storage containers? Because I'll ship that thing. <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, oh. at some point in time, as you were as you were laying this out, I kept thinking, after about the fourth time of taking it back, at what point did the RV owners say, hold on a second. If you say this thing is fixed, I so, want to see that thing pop out down? here. Tenement on wheels. In the oh, that there, that there. garage before RV. I take it off the Hold lot. on, Todd. More important uh, than you no, talking I, I had the this. line, but let me see if I can get it oh, back Oh, my gosh, you. Todd. You yeah. interrupted like, like that's like St. Patrick. A classic line so, here. The, uh, here we... Tenement on wheels. Oh, that there, that, uh, that's an RV. Yeah, yeah. I barred it off a buddy of mine. He took my house. I took the RV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cousin Eddie, what are you? Oh, come on, that good. there's an RV. Keep going, Todd. Uh, that's that good stuff. There's an RV. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Ain't had this much okay, fun. Big so, eight grandma. Right. So, uh, so again, again, my thought is, at some point in time, you'd think that before they took it away from the garage after the fifth time of taking to get it fixed, that they'd say. Why don't you show me that this thing will pop out before I take it again? Well, apparently it has to do with leveling and all. I mean, it's it's not just to push a button and have the thing pop out. You've got to have do everything right to make this thing work. Well, then, you know? And how would the garage be able to say, it's fixed, we've done it, if they couldn't test it? So with all of that, I'm going to say no case. Hmm, interesting. No case. No case, says Mr. Cunin. Denise Dirks, what say you? Well, if I have to tell Fred that um, Todd and I made an agreement while you were gone. Uh-oh. Should Uh-oh. we tell him Here about we it? Go. Here oh, we... yeah, I, I, sure. <laughs> Conspiring to kick someone off the island? What's going so, on? <laughs> so when I win... Um, we're going to all go out to dinner, and because you're the real loser of the last two times, you're going to pay for everybody. Okay, I'll do that. I will agree to that. I will agree to that. I will agree. I'm the personal injury lawyer. That's that, why that I should. Works. I mean, I, I, I think you'll actually come out ahead on that one. That's probably true. That's yes. probably true. If, wait a minute. Here's the answer, though. You, you promise this? Yeah. We follow where Todd wants to go eat, not you. Oh, dang it. <laughs> 
Todd, oh, don't forget no, Todd's Mr. McDonald's. Rochambeau. Yeah, <laughs> Todd loves McDonald's. I mean, he's good with that. So. Oh no, we, we already know where I where I want to go. Yeah, yeah I know. already we know. know that. So. We're, we're That's doing true. That. Oh, yeah. Okay, back to the storyline. Yes. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Harwick, right? Uh, what, are, what what name did I tell you? Henrik. 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 And you asked us, is there a lemon law for motorhomes in Pennsylvania? And I'm going to answer this by this. This is a true scenario, but there is not a lemon law for motorhomes in Pennsylvania, so it's not a case. Hmm. So I have two no cases. Interesting. Mr. Penny. I'm going to opine on this because I've dealt with lemon law cases, by the way, yeah, so do. I know quite a bit about this. In fact, I have uh, received new vehicles back because of lemon law issues. I know the law, I know what code sections, I know what they have to do, blah, 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 blah. But is an RV included under the Lemon Law? My answer is yes, it is, because it's on wheels, it's got an engine, it's similar to a vehicle, and the answer is yes. Now, that's my opinion. Have I looked into that and no specifically? No, I don't, but what I understand about it, it probably does. Every state's different. I don't know Illinois. Uh, but I'm going to say yes on that. Well, this is so, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. I mean, I mean Pennsylvania, so, not Illinois. Pennsylvania. But this is what I'm going to tell you. This clearly is not a case. <laughs> it is clearly a scenario <laughs> that Cal just made up because <laughs> I, I just know that. And That's so I'm going to say scenario, not a case. But by the way, I believe an RV is included in the Lemon Law laws in California and maybe other states, depending. And, Cal, I know you don't want to give us the answer because we only have about one give minute left. Until we come back. Yeah. But I want to make sure everybody understands. Can I argue the other side that it's not applies to the Go Lemon ahead. Law? Go ahead. Okay, I want to argue with that. They're going to say that a Winnebago is not just there to provide transportation, but it's also there to live in. Thus, it takes it away from being a mere automobile and makes it into something different. Hey, I know people different. live in automobiles. But, but then there are a whole host of people who live in their car. They're like, well, or their van. That makes this my domicile. Especially in Northern California after the fires, they have become quite frequent uh, domiciles. And think yeah. about this, though, Denise. I'm going to argue on the other side. Okay. Define, are, what about a van that's converted into it? Does the van apply? What if you're living in a van down, down, by, by, the down by the river? <laughs> and you're a motivational speaker. All right, we're going to be back. Uh, case Is or it no a case. Boat? Yeah, case or no case. We've gone on two uh, hey. interesting movies, and when we come back, the actual answer to case or no case and the faulty <laughs> motorhome slide out in Pennsylvania. Sorry, KCPX, KRMS, you are listening to a bunch of goofballs. You're welcome to play along, though. We'll be right back. Hold on. for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to prolawfirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to prolawfirms.com. That's prolawfirms.com. 
ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. At TicketChocolate.com, we believe that simplicity is best. We also know that chocolate is one of life's finest things that can help you savor your greatest moments. Late night visits with old friends, overdue romantic moments, and quiet mornings all to yourself. See their wide variety, like hot chocolate sticks or creamy marshmallows, and a lot more at TicketChocolate.com. They remind busy people like you to take time for the pleasure small things can give. TicketChocolate.com, where simplicity is best. Dick, 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 Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast, 800-814-5108, 800-814-5108, that's 800-814-5108. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. 145 over 92, and then I had a heart attack. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhpp.org. Everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. I like the Amadrosa Valley. You're listening to Radiolawtalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. We're talking about case or no case with Cal. Uh, this individual, the Hendricks, bought a RV 
that the slide outs were not working and they took it back nine times and he wanted to know and this is in pennsylvania whether or not uh there is a lemon law they could bring a lemon law case uh and uh, all three of us agreed that this is a scenario but not a case that cal is trying to trick us and i said i believe yes rvs are under lemon law type of uh laws in the different states well a, a unanimous opinion from the radio law talk court actually i'm trying to hold back my glee oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh for no. those of you who say this was no case I that would said... be denise fred and todd oh too bad oh my gosh it's too a bad. real case cal got us he skunked us that was a skunk cal i got all three of you that was a three that was three that was three strikeouts yep. in a row yep. not bad now i'm going to say Four words to you and see if any of this rings a bell to your brilliant legal minds. Magnuson Moss Warranty Act. That is a federal law. Really? I didn't yes. know that. I tell you. I... Attorneys for two law offices won a jury verdict for this family for, wait for it, $500,000. Nice. It must have been a nice RV. Well, not only that, it wasn't just actually. There was some punitive in yes. there. Yes. They said they took it back. It had defects. It wouldn't work. And they said when that happened, it couldn't be safely driven. So what are we going to do? we got this half-popped-out pop-out. At, at any rate, a jury of eight rendered a verdict in the Winnebago, $500,000. There was nonetheless a non-jury claim under the Lemon Law, the Pennsylvania Unfair Practices and Consumer Protection Law. So I was law. right that RVs yeah, are under Lemon Law. They are laws. covered. And that, ladies yes. and gentlemen, is... Was it actually a Winnebago brand? Yeah, Winnebago brand. Yeah. So, oh. so Cal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is the name of the act? The Magnuson. M A G N U S O N. Magnuson Moss Warranty Act. A federal so, so federal it, law. So yeah. the acronym is M M W A. As in, for mwah, every lawyer, mwah, the mwah, beginning mwah. of. Mwah, <laughs> money. <laughs> Because it's all about. I thought, I, knew, I, thought I knew enough. I don't do this type of law, by the way. But it's just I have dealt with it. And there's California has its own act. I don't remember what it is. I've got it written down. It's called the California Lemon Law. Lemon Law. <laughs> no, but I, but it's 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 got a code section on that stuff, and I sure. I've got it. In it's my called the it's later. called the California. If you're a corporation, we're going to find a way to hose you act. Yeah. That's there you go. That's exactly. <laughs> oh, so the stand, it just comes under standard umbrella. Yes, yes it's yeah. the umbrella <laughs> policy for for. Uh, so next hour, I'm going to take you behind the scenes at a magic show. That's next time on Jason You know what? What's been going on? You know, I was thinking about 2020, and a lot of us don't want to think about 2020. Of everything that's just happening and going on, there's always something. And the main thing is, is about the elections coming up next month. Let's let's face it. Uh, Radio Law Talk is not a political show, and like we our T-shirts say, what? What do our T-shirts say? When you're tired of uh, politics radio, turn into Radio Law Talk. Um, but but I, I want to talk to you about what you want to talk to well, You can show me. What is it? Oh, I was going to talk about Obergefell for a minute. That's yes, true. you wanted to go back to that? That's true. Okay, but before we do the – I'll do the Obergefell really quick. But we're going to talk about the Supreme Court of the United States is weighing in on whether or not people can turn ballots in without signing – Without a signature, we're gonna. You're right. We're gonna discuss that. But let's jump back to the Obergefell, which we talked about last hour. Which I don't want to get into detail. But why is it important? We want to bring up Obergefell and the same-sex marriage things. There's something important coming up next month. Yeah. So talk. last hour, if 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 you're just tuning in this hour, and and some people, I think the 
only carries second, third hour. So, uh, so essentially, what we talked about was there was the case that came up from the Kentucky clerk who uh, didn't issue the marriage licenses, the same sex, the same sex marriage licenses because it conflicted with her religious beliefs. And that case got appealed in the Supreme Court. Talked about this last hour. Said we're not going to hear that case. They just they decided they declined to hear that appeal. But there's another case that is set to be heard, I believe, next month. Right. And that one comes out of Michigan, is that Philadelphia? Philadelphia, and it deals with um, adoptions to same-sex couples and involves the Catholic Church. And I think that one is one that the Supreme Court... Now, is that set to be argued? It's already come up? No, it's set to be... My understanding is argued, but here's what the, the challenge is, is that the city is barring the Catholic Church from participating in in programs for adoptions because the Catholic Church will not adopt to same-sex couples. And so the Catholic Church is saying that's unconstitutional, that's a that's a infringement of their First Amendment religious rights. I think you're right, we talked about this during the break, is that's one that probably they didn't want to talk about the, the county clerk case because it's not as on point. This one is probably going to be more on point about religious issues as compared to... Because that's a direct, direct city yes. or state issue and right. interest directly infringing upon a religious right. Right. And it also involves individuals' right to have children, which is one of the primary right. rights that people have. And yeah. all constitutional rights all the way around. So that's why we're kind of... The, the Supreme Court, like you say, Denise and Todd, mm-hmm. is waiting. We think they waited to say, we're not going to decide on this one. This one's more on point out of Philadelphia. That's going to be coming up probably next month. Um, and then we're going to find out. We'll be following that. Uh, and that's going to be exciting. I, to find I actually out. don't... I, I don't see why... I don't understand that one at all. So the pr- people that are putting children up for adoption, their religious interest is important. And I don't understand why the city would say you can't be involved in that. Okay, so, yeah, I, and I, I, understand agree, it. I agree with that. And the, the issue really comes down to whether you agree or disagree with the Catholic, what they believe on that, that should have nothing to do with it. If they have the right, unless it's severely hurting someone there, there are exceptions but you can't say well i don't agree with what the catholics say but it doesn't matter that's their religion but remember the birth parents aren't aren't arguing this it is the sponsoring institution and right. there's true. at least that's one true. if not more churches that used to have active adoption adoption agencies that when these policies came out, they said, you know what, we're not going to fight you. We're just not going to do it anymore. And, 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 and the that long, has happened. And, and the long sad, and short you know. of all of this is, I think the Supreme Court is saying, look, a decision is going to come down at some point in time that deals with Obergefell and its effects going forward. And the case out of Philadelphia is a much stronger case to make that opinion and to make that decision than the one out of Kentucky. And Correct. That's, I think that's why they're We're going to be back yeah. and talk about mail-in ballots and what the Supreme Court said. Stay tuned. As Fred told you, there's more Radio Law Talk coming right up on your favorite radio station and streaming live at radiolawtalk.com. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com.
Medicare rules are confusing. They should be. There are over 130,000 pages of regulations. There's Part A through D, Medicare Advantage, and Medigap. According to the CMS, there are government programs available that can help you pay for your medical expenses. Choosing the right Medicare plan is a really big deal. The wrong choice can cost you a lot of money, and the right choice can put more money in your pocket. Call one of our licensed representatives today. At 65 Plus Medicare, our free service can show you a plan that will maximize your Medicare benefits, ensure you are taking advantage of all available government assistance programs, and save you money. Plus, call right now and get a free report on how to avoid costly Medicare mistakes. Call now. 800-220-7612-800-220-7612-800-220-7612-800-220-7612-800-220-7612-800-220-7612-800-220-7612-800-220-7612-800-220-7612-800-220-7612-800-220-7612-800-220-7612-800-220-7612-800-220-7612-800-
is there fraud? No. Um, the, let's face it. Let's it's just... because it's a state law. Right. And this state law was enacted after primaries, but before the final general election. Right. And so what the what the state was arguing is that it's going to cause confusion because it's different than when people just voted last, you know, less right. than six months ago. And, you know, here's going to be the confusion. And the state Supreme Court said or the U.S. Supreme Court said, no, there's not going to be any, you know, con- um, confusion. Get the word out. Right. And, you know, it's it's a valid way to do mail-in voting in right. essence. Yeah. And, and the thing to remember here is that, again, going back to the Constitution, people are not necessarily voting for the president or the vice president in the election. They're voting for the electors that will go to the Electoral College Conference held in December, who will then cast their votes. And the Constitution has been interpreted and says, it's up to each state to decide how their electors are appointed. And that's what Kavanaugh said. And it's up to each state to decide that. You know, we have some states that are winner-take-all states. We have other states like Maine and Nebraska where they're kind of apportioned based upon who wins certain districts. And Colorado. And and Colorado. And and so it's the state's call as to how that is decided. And if this state has decided that the way this is going to happen is we'll allow the mail-in ballots as long as there's a witness, it's the state's right. And so the U.S. Supreme Court came in and essentially said, yeah, we, we can't overturn that if that's the way the state decided they wanted to do it. And now we have another case out of Texas. And this, with all of these cases involving ballots and, and this next election are being expedited up the course. Right. right? Because it would be useless come de- if you decide to come December after the election's over. Yes. After, they don't want to use these cases either to devaluate or, you know, somehow change our election process. So the uh, Texas governor has made a distri- restriction on ballot boxes, not mail-in ballot boxes, but ballot boxes. One per county or something? One per county. And in one county, there's over 1,700 miles in that one county. So that's going to create a hardship. This is what the allegations are. It's going to create a hardship on the people in that county. 1,700 square miles, Square miles, right. Okay. Yeah, 1,700 square miles. Um, For some people, it means they're going to travel over 50 miles just to put their ballot into that box. So let's stop right there. So in Texas, you have to mail your mail-in ballot to a mail-in box? Because like in California, you just put it in any post box and it gets there. Well, no. In California, we have two systems. Right. U.S. mail. Right. Or we have ballot boxes. Right. Texas has the same system. Well, why don't they just drop it into the U.S. mail? Because of the fears that our U.S. Post, Postal Service is not um, uh, processing mail close uh, quick enough. And that they're going to get lost. or I mean, it's uh, okay. in today's world, there's been allegations it's that happened. it's, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Or there's been ballots that have been found in a river or whatever, right? right? right there's been all right. these, these fears, Wait, I that, guess. That would, there, there's no such thing as fraud in mail-in balloting. No. You, you, you're fa- there's not. Put into a river, but that just never yeah. happened. Or a Volvo. Well, anyway, it's, it's basically <laughs> fear. It's because of the fear. So a lot of people that do mail-in ballots want to get their ballots In into the, the ballot, not mail. the mailbox, but right. the, the bo- ballot box. Ballot box. Because Got they feel it. that that's a lot more secure. Because it Got is security it. agents that come and pick them up and Got deliver it. them to the election it, it, whatever I mean, look, office. If that's the way it's going to be, then my thought is, and this is where I, I kind of agree with uh, courts, 
if you want to go ahead and allow there to be ballot boxes, then there ought to be ballot boxes with as much availability as there were polling stations. And can I say something? That's pretty much the decision right now in the Court of Appeals in Texas, yeah. is that there has to be more ballot, ballot boxes, boxes and it has to be more frequently placed in the counties in the locations where it's going to make sense. If you could get a bunch of people to alter their schedules to operate a polling station in a certain area, it doesn't seem like it would be that hard to get a couple of guys to go out there, pour a concrete foundation, put a pole and a box on top of it, have at it, put your ballots here. You know, well, It just doesn't seem question. like that would be that Here's difficult. the question I have. Okay, Everyone's like, oh, there's fraud. There's fraud. They're worried about fraud in the U.S. mail system and, and ballots being you know thrown away or not put in. Or, okay. Yeah. Multiple ballots being marked for dead people and all kinds of okay, weird let, stuff. Let's assume all that, kinds of chances. Well, that's, that what, that's one fear. Okay, the let, other let, fear is that you need to have your vote thing, counted. Right. Okay, so there's let's two back fears. up. That doesn't affect Republican or, or Democrat. How do the people know that are, quote, doing this, whether they're voting Republican or Democrat? They don't. Well, well, it's just well a, they it's do. Just a, well, well, no, well, wait, wait, how do they do that if, if okay, in... Let's say because two, certain counties are oh, Republican and I certain gotcha. counties are Democrats. Gotcha. And if you it's, make it more difficult, what the allegation is that really makes it difficult for the it. Uh, minority vote more than it does for anybody if, else. Yeah, if, if you well, poor, as it were, yeah. well, yeah. If, if, because if you look at a certain county that historically, let's say it's, let's say you got counties and you can tell that predominantly historically they voted a certain percentage Democrat versus Republican. Let's call I it, see. Let's call that, it 75, 25. Well, hey, yeah. if we wipe out all of the ballots that came from this county, yeah. then we know we've wiped out 75 percent of the I Republican yeah. ballots versus 25 percent yeah. Democrat. So it's a really valid concern, and the concerns are all, not just about fraud and not just about their vote counting. Access, it's kind right. of it's access really right. for everybody. Got so it. it's not a Republican or Democrat issue on the concerns. It's both. Right. Right. And it's also not just a Republican or Democrat issue for the whole state, although it's a Republican governor who made and enacted that. So there's allegations all over the place. Right now it's on hold and it's going to be appealed to the Texas Supreme Court next. And we we're going to see it here. I so think there's in the one next box per county as it is right now. But they can no, still no, go. No, no, no. Now the current hold at the appellate levels, he has to put more boxes. Okay, in. I get that. But before that, it was one box. Yes. But my my question is, the people that want to, why can't they just go to the polling station and turn it in? What's the difference? Because it's a mail-in ballot. I get that. Yes, no, but, but you could turn your mail-in ballot at the polling station. Not in Texas. Okay, because other states what, they do. Well, right. if you went yeah. to the polling station oh. and actually cast your ballot at the polling station as opposed to mailing what? in your. I, because call uh, me crazy. I'm what? sorry. I'm going to advocate for older people, for mm-hmm. disabled people, for vets, for people that are in that, other. Okay, okay, but those people in. can apply for a absentee ballot. That's a whole different thing. Well, hold on. Yeah, I don't, and no, I don't, not if you're in the country. Denise, I no, don't think I people. Think, no. I don't think people in other it countries. It is different. It really is different. I don't think people in other countries are going to be going to the box in Texas. They're in another. The only people in another country that are going to be trying to cast a vote in a box in Texas are those that came across the border. <laughs> no, well, I, not necessarily. But here's the point. Not here's the point. You can apply for an absentee ballot. That's a whole different thing mm-hmm. than just a generic mail-in ballot right. that goes out to Does every Texas registered voter. Does Texas have absentee ballots? Yes, and they do. Oh, every, I'm sure they do. Every, every state's, state's got absentee yeah. ballots, to my knowledge. Yeah. So and that's it's, anyway. And it's very this, different than this just. This is going to be no, fun. They have it only for the overseas. And military, military voters. Yeah, yeah. So it's but, not. It's but they not, don't have like California, like absentee ballots, huh? No. Texas, oh. No, they're and, and by the way, under federal law, if you drop your 
ballot into a post office box, even without postage, it has to be delivered. No, I totally agree. Well, that's the fear right yeah. now. And but the question it, is, will it be? Yes. Yeah. And when? And yes. by whom? Yeah. When well, is the key? Uh, here's the deal. Let's get into some more important things like Britney Spears and Alki <laughs> David. So, yes. If this is not important. <laughs> we're going to talk about Britney Spears' lawsuit, I mean, uh, probate issues. And Alki David, if you have not heard of Alki David, he's probably happy we're talking about him. He likes attention and social media. He's worth a lot of money and the latest lawsuits and his antics in court we're going to discuss. We'll be right back. We'd like it if you'd stay tuned for more Radio Law Talk. It continues after we take our commercial break, which is appointed at this time. Don't go away. We'll be back. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. At TicketChocolate.com, we believe that simplicity is best. We also know that chocolate is one of life's finest things that can help you savor your greatest moments. Late night visits with old friends, overdue romantic moments, and quiet mornings all to yourself. See their wide variety, like hot chocolate sticks or creamy marshmallows, and a lot more at TicketChocolate.com. They remind busy people like you to take time for the pleasure small things can give. TicketChocolate.com, where simplicity is best. Okay, man, this is your time. Maybe you didn't choose this, but you're here now. You're going to go out there and be an all-star caregiver. Cook, clean, be there emotionally and physically. you got to dig deeper. Drive them to physical therapy, doctor's appointments, because that's what caregivers do. Don't give up. 
Show the world that you're tougher than tough. Caregiving is tougher than tough. Find the care guides you need at aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Concussion Medical Clinic knows active people run the risk of the concussion. Soccer, football, even a simple fall can lead to a brain injury. Concussion Medical Clinic can test you before you start a sports program so they can have a baseline and more quickly diagnose a concussion should one occur. They also offer expert witness services if you're involved in a concussion case, and their specialty is the treatment of concussion. So if you have suffered a concussion and want the best concussion care available, give Concussion Medical Clinic a call, 916-259-4043, 916-259-4043, Concussion Medical Clinic. Your voice, your vote. In our democracy, they matter and make our community and our country stronger. So make yours count. Get registered, learn the issues, know the candidates, and vote by or on November 3rd. Visit vote411.org for registration and election information. This message is furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Radio Law Talk. I like that show. Oh, come on. This is Radio Law Talk. And now, back to the show. You know, I never realized that Britney Spears was still under... Uh, what, a guardianship? Conservatorship. Conservatorship at this time. Again, I don't do this type of law. Denise, if anyone does more than anything, Denise understands this area of law um, as a family law attorney. But I don't get, so I know she's had some issues and um, she's had some mental issues and she's uh, and has an issues with her money. So she, they, uh, who's they? Actually, Brittany herself wanted to have a conservatorship and people take care of her. Yeah, this is a voluntary conservatorship. It's not an involuntary conservatorship. That's a very important distinction. That means that she signed on to the conservatorship and agreed that she didn't have the capacity for certain things. Right, and so that's been going on for how many years, Denise? Probably 15, do you know how many years? It's been since 2008. So it's been 12 years. 12 years. So so I, I think what we know is... In 2008, she volunteered. The question here is that here, 12 years later, does she still agree that she needs it, or is and, and, and is she still voluntarily under the terms of this conservatorship? Now, now the person that was overseeing it was her father, right? Uh, with another, um, another person. Co- with, co- with, yeah, and they pulled out. The other person pulled out of it about five Recently. years ago. No, yes. no, no. I thought it was 2019. Well, the, uh, recently, uh, oh, her, could, fa- her could... father was, uh, no, there were issues with the dad. You're right, but... March of 2019. March of 2019, that, and that's like been, actually, this that was the superstar, kind of the person that was the best uh, conservator for her. Go ahead. That's right. So so my question, Denise, here is this. So if Britney Spears at one time agreed to the conservatorship, and as part of the conservatorship, there was a court-appointed lawyer appointed to help oversee the conservatorship, if that lawyer comes back... now. It is a voluntary thing on her part. If she says, I no longer want to be under the conservatorship, but the court-appointed lawyer makes the argument that she, needs she, it. that she lacks the capacity to express her wish that she no longer wishes it and compares her essentially to a comatose person, would the court then, based upon that, look at it and have to make the determination whether or not her statement that she no longer wants to voluntarily be part of the conservatorship 
can, can I rely on that if I've got people telling me that she can't make a decision like that? Right, which is, comes back to capacity. In order to have a conservatorship, there has to be a lack of capacity on the part of the conservatee, mm-hmm. right? And that has to be a finding. In this case, she voluntarily went under the conservatorship, and so there's already now a presumption, if you will, that she needed the conservatorship. Now, the court appointed her an attorney, not the, the, the conservator itself, but her as a conservatee. And what I understand this, um, it, this is an Ingram. That's the last name of the attorney. Lawyer, that's right. That's her um, court-appointed lawyer. They're saying that she is so incapacitated she can't make the decision on whether or not this should continue or not continue. But what I'm understanding in between the lines when you're getting Brittany's words through Partly through her fans, partly through, you know, Brittany herself, partly through family members, is that Brittany still needs a conservatorship. She thinks she does, but she doesn't want, want her, her dad, dad to yeah. do it anymore. Not this particular one. Yeah, right. because her dad is a poor health, you know, and he wants her to continue to always be on the road and continue to do, you know, work, uh, work and all that stuff. And she's 38 years old. She's not 28 anymore. She's 38. She's almost 40. Can you imagine the toll on her body to have to continually do five, uh, you know, three or 400 shows a year? Especially her mental capacity too. Her, I mean, it's, it's, I'm not saying she's got any issues, but I'm just saying it's gonna ta- it's gonna be taxing for her. To say nothing of the toll on her disorders. fans. <laughs> <laughs> oh Oops, God. he did it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's here's something. So it's more the fans yeah. fueling the get rid of it. For Britney and free her. It's more of the fans hashtag, that are doing that than it is actually Britney. What is well, it, Todd? Well, here, hashtag free, free, bit, Brit, free Brit. Britney. But here's some other things. So her kids. So she has two children with uh, Kevin Federline, right? And the children now, they were born within a year of each other. They both have September birthdays, one in 05 and one in 06. Those kids are now 14, 15 years old, respectively. And the older of the two has been on social media. Not very complimentary about his grandfather, Jamie Spears. Maternal grandfather, yes. Yes, he he just hasn't been spoke, he he really doesn't uh, speak very highly of him, and this is the person that Britney Spears is saying she doesn't want to be be the conservator of her estate, okay? So so the the thing that I've got with this is you've got the court-appointed lawyer makes the argument that Britney Spears lacks uh, lacks the capacity to sign a declaration saying that she no longer wants her father there, and and compares her to a comatose person. Sounds That's like just cold, man. All the while, this person that apparently is the equivalent of a comatose person had been performing, I think it just ended, but had been performing 248 dates a year in Las Vegas during her residency, won the Best Entertainer of the Year Award in Las Vegas in both 2015 and 2017. She was performing out of Planet Hollywood. So, essentially, the estate is saying she can't make her own decisions, but boy, are we going to work her to death so that we can continue to roll in the dough and make this money and have it come in. Look, it's either one or the other. And I've got a real problem with her capacity to continue to work. Look, if, if she can't make the decision, 
if Britney Spears cannot make the decision because she is so incapacitated as to who should be her conservator, then, get her then off the she stage. can't make the decision to say, yes, I will voluntarily do that show. And if she's not making it, then you're forcing somebody to work who can't express their own wishes. Right. And and I want to say something. Nobody's questioning the the that Ingram, her court-appointed attorney, and he stands to be making, uh, you know, over $375,000 um, right now, currently, mm. and over 520000 if she works. He gets a percentage of it. And Ingram, in my opinion, if he is saying publicly that she's comatose and she, he's fighting the sealing of the records, which Brittany wants them to be unsealed because she wants everything to be public sure. for, for, so that people are adequately informed of and what's happening to justify her case, right? Yeah. I mm-hmm. think the court needs to be looking at her court-appointed attorney a little closer. Well, I, I, that's my opinion. Why don't you lean forward a little bit? I'm well, taking I, a I, and I... And I, I I agree with you, Denise, because I think that there is a I think that there's a problem here when the court appointed attorney's income is based in whole or in part on the profitability of the person that they are overseeing. Just doesn't seem right. It does just, it? Yeah. If he has a if he has a financial interest in her remaining under a conservatorship and earning money, and if he's going to earn more as a result of that, I mean, I don't see how, I don't see how you get past the conflict of interest there. I, I really don't. I Attorneys, do t- generally I mean, I speaking, agree with you. cannot have a financial interest in the dealings upon which they provide their legal service. I, I, I would say with that the exception, I, with, the with the exception of, of contingency things with thanks. personal injury, but mm-hmm. even then, it's a benefit to the client because the attorney on a pure contingency basis, and this is in Fred's wheelhouse, it's a personal injury attorney, they stand to lose. They don't make anything unless you earn or make something as the client. And so um, they need they, they have an, a level of risk involved in the representation. This guy has no risk other than he will lose money if she doesn't work. Well, all I know is my wife and daughters saw her show, and it was about half karaoke, uh, it was not really very actively engaged on her part. She just kind of went up there and did the standard Britney Spears dances, but did not do a lot of actual live stuff except the the, the dancing. Singing mm-hmm. wasn't live, all of that. How she got Entertainer of the Year out of that, I'll never know, but it doesn't I, matter. I saw but. her before 2008. I saw her way back when, and she was exciting. Oh, she was dynamic. She yeah, was exciting. Time. It yeah. was very fun, and, and I took my uh, my daughter and... I loved it. I would have gone again to see her because she was so actively open and engaged. I wonder how her uh, her Vegas show was. It was like three years in a row. That's, that's that, when my well, wife that's, saw that's, They saw them in Vegas. They took her oh, girls' weekend and went I, to I, Vegas. I was, and, I just, and was I was on Instagram hashtagging. Go to our Instagram. I was hashtagging Britney, free Britney Spears. That was so. the one we were talking about. Where on that Vegas show, she won Entertainment of the Year in 2015 and 2017. All right, yeah. I'm back. I'm back here. Wow. I'm back. Well, we're going to talk about Alki David and his court antics when we come back. Third hour, join us. We're going to have a lot more going on. We've got a million other things to talk about. This is Radio Law Talk, 855 Law Radio. We'll also go behind the scenes at a magic show, too. A lot of stuff coming up right here on Radio Law Talk next hour. So be sure and join us either online or on your favorite radio station if they carry the show. And if they don't, ask them why not. We'll be back. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com. 
a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 800-871-3291. 800-871-3291. Again, that's 800-871-3291.